Angie, are you there? I am. Uh, Hello, can I help you? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you too. Okay. Um, this Bugman? Yeah, Bugman Exterminating? Yeah. Yeah. How can I help you? Uh, Angie, I got a problem. Okay. Okay, uh, under the floorboards, there's a, kind of a chittering, a scratching. Yeah, we're not, I, I think you've called us before. There's nothing we can do for you. Do you know what this is about? I do. Now, it, it's still a problem, Angie. Okay, well, we don't take care of that, so I don't know what to do to help you. Don't you even okay. want to see this thing? No, I, I don't believe in all this, So, and I have things to do. To I, It's just nonsense I can't deal with. Look, I can take care of it myself, but I'm... Okay. I don't That's want fine. to kill okay. something. Okay. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but um, I'm going to take another phone call. Thank you. Thank you for calling Bugman and Crawl Space Care. This is Bobby. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks. Uh, I live out on Williamson Road. Do you guys come out there? We sure do. Okay. Um, what kind of... Uh, what kind of stuff do you take care of? Um, what kind of issues are you having? Well, there's like um, some kind of like noise coming up from under the floorboards. Um, some of my um, like there's like a chittering sound. Um, okay. It's uh, I I get up um, in the morning and like some stuff that. I've left out on the tables, like, you know, like forks or, or like a gold watch or something is missing. Like, I noticed that shiny stuff has gone missing. Um, do you guys um, take care of, like, goblins or anything like that? Hang on, i got to take another call. Okay. Thank you for calling Bugman Exterminating Cross Space Cares with Angie. Hey, uh, hey, Angie, I got the address. It's actually not on, it's off Williamson Road, but it's, it's, uh, it's on you, Maple Okay, Lawn. I wasn't talking to you, so I feel like I'm in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Did you, were you talking to someone? There's, uh, I've talked to a few people. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you what's, what's been going on. There's, like, a scratching sound under the floor. Mm -hmm. There's, there seems to be a, like, a chittering um, jabbering kind of a sound. Like coming from the crawl space? Yeah, we've got a... There's a space between the floor and the basement. It's a little yellow house on Maple Lawn. It's at 3219 Maple Lawn Avenue. Um, we get up in the morning and our shiny stuff is missing. I laid out a gold watch. It's missing. The forks that we set out on the table missing oh um so are you thinking a rat do you it, it it sounds bigger than a rat do you do you have any experience uh clearing out goblins excuse me you know like i i don't know how to describe it it's like a an ethereal creature okay we're this is an exterminating company i can get, come kill a spider <laughs> But what you have going on, we don't deal with that. This is uh, who would who would come and take care of something like a like a goblin. I I, I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea. Uh, it, it might be a scamp. 
but it's you know we can't live with this thing yeah i mean i i can't help you that we're not the people to help you so i mean i apologize but i don't know what to tell you do you who do you normally refer people to when they've we got don't. a bigger we don't well can you You're send somebody out with... in our history that's ever called us with this with what you're probably the first caller in history that I've ever talked to with this, so there's no one to refer you to. Well, can you at least send over some poison or something and lay it around? We cannot do that, no. Well, how do you kill stuff normally? Well, I mean, if it's an insect, we can, you know, come and do a, a spray. If it's a rat, we have, you know, bait stations. Well, but I feel like you're telling me you have some type of extraterrestrial you know, being in your home, and that's, I personally don't believe in that, so I'm not, I'm not the person you probably need to talk to about this. I don't, this, I don't either. I don't think can't. it's of this world, but, uh, it, you know, it, it came from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take the rat bait if you want to. We're, uh, we're not, I mean... Are you wanting an inspection for us to come out and just? We don't. We don't do that. It's just not something we do. I mean, if you want to just rat, we're not going to just. We we don't do that. You don't do what? We're not going to set up an appointment just to come out to put rat bait out for something you think is haunting your house. It just doesn't work that way. Well, I got I got the money. I got what coin this thing hasn't stolen off my nightstand. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you short, but there's, I just don't think we can help you. We're not the people for you to call. Well, you know, good luck with your uh, with your insects and your bugs and stuff. Oh, we do great I, with our insects and bugs. I got, we, we'll do great. We appreciate that. Yeah, well, you know, I got bigger problems. Well, I mean, I I don't know what to tell you with that. Is there somebody so. that, uh, you know, that has the gumption to come out and take care of a problem? We're, we're, we don't take care of that. I mean, we don't. So, I mean, I don't, we're really not the people. Are, are you trying to call an exterminator, an exterminator, a bug man exterminating? Are you, are you sure you called the right number? This is bug man in Virginia, It right? is. And what's your name? This is James. All right. I mean, James, I'm not sure what to tell you, but we're not, we're not the people for you. So... I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm being as nice as I can on this, but we're just not the people that can help you out. No, I, I've sealed every entrance into the home, and there's no way, you know, I can't make heads or tails of this thing. I'm yeah, running I out don't of know. coins I don't to know, flip. but um, I mean, is there anything else other than that that you had questions about? Because, I mean, I can't help you on that one. Can you, do, can you guys take care of fairies? They've got wings. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go because I I, I think this calls I, I don't know if you're trying to pull my leg or this is nonsense but um I'm gonna let you go because I have yeah, other customers. Yeah, this is nonsense. Too. I'm but calling because I need help. Day. The silverware has gone missing, and I thought you know it's being that it's nice silverware. It was laid out. Geez, maybe we were burglarized or something. You know, it wasn't a nice watch. It was just a fossil from the whatever. But I found the silverware out in the yard. I found some down. In the base, we have sort of a half basement. It's more than a crawl space, but there's there's a, some kind of a scuttling or a chirping or a twerking going on down there. And for you guys to come out here and see this thing, what's that going to run me? Well, we don't deal with anything like raccoons. 
or anything like that. It's not so, a raccoon. Yeah. Okay. Um, we deal with spiders, ants, mice, um, but anything other than that, it's going to uh, be a wildlife company if you think it's um, something like that. Well, it's a pest. Mm-hmm. I can take care of it myself. I can wring it out like a wash rag. But I feel like mm-hmm. it should be seen by a professional, confirmed on the books. Me being in the scientist myself, I just want to see that it's documented, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid to get near it. Mm-hmm. A goblin. Okay, like mm-hmm. like I said, if it's if you think it's mice or something like that, we, we deal with that. But if you think it's a raccoon, a possum, or something like that that you're dealing with, I mean, we don't do that. That would be a wildlife company that would take care of it. It's got an underbite and rows of teeth. And How about you just bring out some poison and we go from there? But what I'm saying is if it's something like a possum or, or you're saying, it, I mean, we don't deal with anything like that. No, I don't want to hurt. That would be a wildlife company. I don't want to hurt any possums. This thing is uh, some kind of an ethereal creature. It opened a portal from another dimension. It's a goddamn goblin. Now, name me a, a goblin service, and and I'll call over there. Okay, it sounds uh, that would be a wildlife company. We don't have anybody that we refer, um, but if you Google it online, I'm sure you could find something. Well, they laughed me off the phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they said they wanted $150. I said, you should be paying me for access to this thing. I don't think anybody has ever seen one before. It has a dew claw. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a dewclaw yeah, like is? I, yes, sir. Like I said, we don't deal with anything like that. It seems to be, maybe, I mean, maybe you can't take care of this thing, but it seems to have familiars, you know, smaller rat-like entities that orbit. They gnaw and they chew and they scratch as well. And, and ma- what did the uh, wildlife company say when you called them? They wanted, they wanted money. Now, I could demoralize this thing with some of that rat poison, kill off some of its I mean, babies. I mean, we... We would charge something. We would have to charge as well. Let me let me tell you who I called. Because huh? they were like, you need to talk to the owner. I said, I talked to the owner. Okay, it, it was Star City Pest Control and Wildlife Services. Now I talked to the owner. I, I talked to uh-huh. uh, a woman named Sissy on the phone. I started calling her Prissy by the end of the conversation just because turning her nose up at it. And I said, okay, well, let me just drive the check out there because I don't have time to wait for it to go through the mail. They won't even meet me in the parking lot to accept the payment. Yeah, I'm not sure, but like I said, you would have to deal with a pet, uh, a wildlife company. Well, do you know any others? No, sir. We're not, we don't have any recommendations. Maybe you just want to send one of your guys out here. I mean, I'll I'll buy the poison. I'm at forty uh, fifteen. We, we can't just we can't sell products. You can lay it around the house, and uh, I'll pay you for the service. Like I said, that would be something that a wildlife company would take care of. Thank you. I was offended by what I saw on the Internet Chronicle. And aliens are coming here to save us from another year of poisoning the minds of the night. They'll wipe us clean, we'll find the friends of Jeff Epstein and string them up high by their tuxedos. Of course, Madonna's been killing kids to drink their adrenochrome. January. I mean, he didn't technically kill anyone or like 
This is Hey Radio. We got Kilgore on the line. We got people calling in. They're all underneath the Washington Monument. I was just wondering, like, what you thought about that. And we got headlines to do. Kilgore, how's it going? I feel like most of the people who listen to this show are just kind of uh, living in some back alley. I don't trust them. I think I just saw the world. I mean, thanks for calling in. Tell Kilgore you love him. Oh, Jesus. Dr. Troubadour hasn't been seen for weeks. I hear you're sick. Disgraced Miami doctor, Angstrom H. Troubadour. You got a problem with your balls, is that it? God damn it. Troubadour is quoted. In this story, incidentally, he says, Merry Christmas, you pieces of shit. I'm a pretty good old doc. I mean, who do you think you are? You think you're just like that catch me outside girl? I guess you're in charge here. Why don't you run the fucking show? Take your LSD and put the kids to sleep. You're listening to Chronicle.su, Hate Radio. Here's your host today, Zach. Hello and welcome to a 4th of July... (laughs) That's not the intro. Hey, this is a special episode. This is the 4th of July. It's Independence Day. This is Hate Radio. I can assure you we have uh, lots of Independence Day bootlicking type of horse shit for you all coming up. I know you guys like that stuff, but what else do we have? By now, it's well known that the creator and founder of 8chan has denounced the hate hole he created that brought you such wonderful, happy little accidents as QAnon, Proud Boys, The Oath Keepers, and so on. Really, just a hell of a website. He's denounced it. Me? Uh, I just like chilling online and being sweet with my people. These people? Uh, They're just on there, you know, ruining society. How do I sound? Am I coming through okay? Do you love me? People are so bored with their own lives that they need to see the fabric of society coming undone as a form of entertainment. Um, That's the kind of person that sort of came out of 8chan, and uh, it was a it was a place for malcontents and degenerates and whatever. Okay, so Frederick Brennan created the thing, um, and then he he was also the one who came out and was like, "Dude, I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> like, maybe this shouldn't exist on account of like what it's doing to society." I should know. I created it, right? So he's here today with incontrovertible proof that Jim Watkins was using his channels to weave together from that cluster of unfuckable monsters and retards and incels and people with big raw uh, thumb energy where the brain is supposed to be, cobbled them all together into the Rat King that eventually became QAnon. How's that grab you? Now, I remember when we first started seeing those Q signs at Trump rallies, uh, me and Kilgore, I don't know if we did a show on it yet, but we had already known about Q Anonymous coming out. And uh, we were like, yo, that's some fucking internet shit. Made its way all the way to the forefront of American politics. How, how do you like that? And we, it was like, we looked at each other and did a double take like, Ooh! and um, yeah, sure enough, it was the internet coming to life. It was pools closed all over again. Um, I remember it was just 2017 when I went to the first Proud Boy rally in New York City. It was raining. Milo, I think Milo was supposed to be there. I don't know if he was actually there. Gavin McInnes, Cassandra Fairbanks. These baby-faced kids were parading their keck flags up and down in the fucking rain. It was so bizarre. And you should have seen when, uh, you should have seen them like when they saw Gavin. It's a lost episode of Hate Radio now. I have it. We never ran it. I thought this is a little more journalistic. The, there's no fun in this. I shouldn't put it on hate radio. So I kept it on my personal site and I stuck it away. I'll pull it out 
one of these days, <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. But these kids were like, um, oh my God, there he is. I love you, Gavin! You could tell that he was this father figure missing from their shitty, wormy little lives. And I can I can already feel Fred. He's like exploding into the uh into his monitor like, let me fucking talk about this, but no. Everybody's just gonna sit and listen. The police are out here handcuffing dead bodies, okay? We'll bring Fred on just as quick as uh in two shakes of a lamb's tail. In two twitches of a goblin's knob I, I i don't think they have tails do they but they probably have like a little knob or something no goblins have tails right uh, you can go on reddit and you can go to a fucking goblin subreddit and if you're just trying to have a good time and and you say something that's slightly inaccurate isn't there always some fucking cunt it's going to be like actually goblins. If you read the the lore, they they aren't supposed to. Yes, they're drawn with tails, but they're not supposed to. You know what I mean? These types of fucking people. Uh, the Toxie says the real depraved ones have tails. It's just a bunch of people who have never done anything, but they know everything about it. If you ever want to know everything about a subject, just join Reddit and start typing. And you'll surprise yourself as it comes out of your fucking fingers. You'll be like, I never knew that I could paraglide. I just saw uh, on Reddit, I saw that thousands of druids and pagans watch Stonehenge together. Which raises the question, wait, we can still be druids? I didn't know you could still pick that class. I'm over here being a fucking scum-sucking writer. And I could have been a druid. I could have been at one with the earth. I could have been getting my energy from the sun, spreading that butthole wide. The sun, is, the asshole skin is not rated for sun exposure, by the way. So don't try that. You can get, uh, I guess, like a some kind of a carcinoma or a melanoma on your butthole skin because it spends like 100% of its, of its time. You don't want it. You know, it's like your lips are sensitive. I think it's the same material. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't look, man. Fred is like, okay, I'm doing media. This is another appearance for me. Um, just something else to put my my God-given name attached to. And then there's this piece of shit that won't use his own name. He goes by Hate Sec. He's talking about inside-out buttholes facing the sun. Here's another episode that our guest cannot bring home to mom and dad. And I, at this point, I, I'll stop apologizing because that's just the show we make. It's just the show we make here. Um, do you ever get lonely and wish that somebody crazy from your past would come up and say you got her pregnant? I'm I'm pretty far out in the in the woods right now, so I've got a thing for just any women, dangerous women. I get it; they are exciting. I couldn't help but notice your eyes are two black holes. Maybe we could uh, hang out soon. You seem like a dangerous woman. You've been accused of uh, poisoning your roommates there. Well, let me give you your personal phone number. I'm gonna hit you up soon. If she's not a hateful little gremlin, folks, with a heart of stone, I don't want her. I need the kind of girl who's just going to uh, uh, make me a frozen pizza when I come over. She's like, I don't know. I'm going to cook. We're going to have a night in. Why don't you come over? And I, I walk in. I'm like, your whole house smells like a fucking, like you've been cooking a pizza. Is that delivery? She's turning around, wincing from the pain in her lower back as she withdraws a pizza from the hot oven. No, 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 it's not delivery. 
it's a frozen pizza because you date scummy pieces of shit type of... So here's the thing, right? We're going to have to bump. Uh, Wild Bill Kilgore has had his nose up the pussy of all of this underground internet drama. And despite that, despite the juicy shit that he came up with in his mouth, uh, we're going to have to bump this special report. It's a 20-minute report all on these fucking... Uh, uh, Russell League is back, Truffle League. There's this horrible Twitter thread that keeps lighting up the Internet Chronicle. Kilgore uh, comes up, comes to us with a special report tonight on Aubrey Cottle, Curtaner of 420 Chew, Chew Babies. 420 Chew Babies. Uh, Russell League is back. Libby is bottoming out. All that stuff. There would have been a report, but we're bumping it because that's just how important tonight's guest is. He's not just some fucking nobody. And uh, we might never run that fucking report. Okay, this is Frederick Brennan. And I don't think he meant to be attached to American history or world history, but he's on tonight's show for a reason. And uh, so I sent him the thing. And um, apparently, like, we'll get into it later. Uh, I got a good joke, but that's for him to set me up. I'm living down south. It's a hell of a state. Lazy, lazy fucking people, dude. Everybody's just making excuses for each other. Nobody wants to work. I'm trying to keep good company, so I go on Twitter. They do Twitter spaces now. I see all these spaces running, and they're like, hey, Seth, get in here, talk to this, speak to that, co-host that. They're filled with the last fucking people I'd ever want to hear speaking. Like, when is Dagger Lad going to host a space? Or Meat Boy, Black? I would do a Black Adderall space. Just somebody fun. Somebody fucking interesting. Uh, Toxie. They're the worst fucking people. So your sense of humor when I go in there is that you guys are smarter than everybody. And so when we're all sharing a big healthy gut laugh, it's because we together are above them. Is that how it works here? Is that what's so fucking funny about this place? Everybody's just... And anyway, so that was like the nature of Kilgore's report, by the way. Just a bunch of fucking nobodies coming up. By trying to drag other people down. It's like you realize you don't have to drown people to save yourself. Like, just fucking learn to swim. It sucks, though, uh, living down south. And until I leave, like, every intro to the show is going to... uh, Crust Clinic! Sorry for blowing out the mic. Hello. How the hell are you, man? Nice to see you. It's just going to be me bitching because that's... I just don't know what to do with this. This is my only outlet. I'm fucking blowing up out here. I, I watch... It's funny, like, because, like, you watch these people run a company into the ground or just sit at their desk not doing work, and you can make a 20-year career out of that. No, no, 40 years. So long as you don't grab anybody's ass or do a racial slur or whatever. Okay? I'm out here doing journalism. Uh, so, like, I'll tell people in the group chat, like, hey, this gummy bear is kicking in, you know? I'm getting high as fuck, and I'm sitting next to the mayor right now. It's just a... And they don't notice. Like, you're still doing better. We have a state gun here. Uh, The Barrett M82 sniper rifle is the state gun, the official state gun. We have this thing called a blue alert out here. So everybody's phones went off the other day. And I I got all these phones on my desk, and they're all going off at the same time like a bunch of buzzers. Some cop gets shot. And everybody's phones go off. Like, oh my, like an angel just fell out of the sky. <laughs> like we all just won a prize. Like, check your phone, enter QR code, fucking whatever. 
A cop just died. Teacher says when a bell rings. A cop just took a bunch of lead in the gut. So. It's like, what are we doing here? And you can turn all your alerts off. And that's like the emergency one that can never be turned off. That if there's going to be a nuke coming up your asshole, this is how you... Whatever. Yeah, so... Keep that, though. That's fun. Keep the... Because, dude, when I realized what it was, I was like, oh my god, is this going to be every time? I shouldn't talk too much about this. And we're probably going to get into the details of why later. It's just fucking creepy down here, dude. It's fucking creepy. Did you hear what happened to the birthday boy? Waitress found out. Yep. 30 seconds later, all the waiters came out, enveloped him like a murder of crows. It's dangerous down here. But it's the 4th of July. We're celebrating our first responders. It's got to be tough. The life of a second responder. They get to the scene and... What's that? Oh. Oh, he got it. First response. Hey, they're heroes. I mean, I don't want to sound like a bootlicker, but I I love the police. Isn't it funny how wellness checks begin with armed gunmen wearing bulletproof vests? They show up wearing badges, fucking whistles around their necks, grenades hanging off their hips. Goddamn Glock on each shoulder, a bandolier going across their chest. Just doing a wellness check. Just making sure you don't need a tear gas canister thrown into the front window, into the baby's crib. Just making sure you're all right. Looking for literally any reason to throw you in jail. Just making sure you're okay. We love the police down here. Uh, they don't value journalism down here, as you can imagine. There's there's something, I don't know. I It's like a, a TV channel that seems to be telling everybody not to trust the media. Uh, so they, they really do not value journalism down here. You don't make much as a journalist. At work, they're calling my paycheck an allowance. Okay, I'm on, I'm on restriction right now. I can't have video games after nine. I uh, can't write certain things without being murdered by the police. My boss says I got to pick up my toys. I put in for mileage and they're paying me back in kilometers, okay? It's rough, I tell you. This is stupid. Um, I should, you know what it really is like, though, out here is I'm so uh, isolated. And not just, I don't know, there's like a, there's a profound isolation where, Sure, maybe there's nobody to hang out with, but there's also something in the air that's just a little bit, uh, something's not quite right. You know, you can just kind of feel it. And uh, there's just this open hostility when you go around. It's like a funk of failure over the whole enterprise, or not, and I'm not talking about the business, but like just the whole region is like, why Why try, you know, is the feeling. And... Um, I got this unique opportunity to be, uh, what do you call it, like a, a force for good or to, to use this platform to raise others up. You don't have to come up by dragging other people down. You don't have to be a negative piece of shit. You, you guys realize this, right? You can raise others up. You can lift up people who uh, don't otherwise have representation. So I've made it commitment, just sort of a personal thing, if I can try and do it to make half of my coverage 
50-50, whatever. Uh, and dox me, by the way. Please, fucking get me fired. I try to make it 50-50. Like, hey, here's here's people that have never had representation in the press. Like, they're like, oh, oh, wouldn't you know it? Black Lives Matter. So I start putting it in the newspaper, right? And I'm covering their stuff. And I try to make it 50-50, black and white, news from the black community that don't get representation in the paper. And then all the regular shit that I would normally write, like government proceedings and all that shit. Uh, so recently, I've been covering meetings of a black historical society. They do like this homecoming thing and they host a few other events for uh, like they did Juneteenth and, you know, that sort of thing. So anyway, the group has been great. I got a real sense of community and belonging among them. I'm the only white person there, but I feel more accepted there than anywhere else in this isolated little mountain town. It's been so nice, in fact, that uh, recently after one of the meetings, a woman approached me and she she like came up to my car. She was like, hey, roll your window down. And and she, she comes up to me and she's like, uh, uh, she invited me to her church. Now, I haven't been to church since, God, before desegregation. Is it weird for white guys to just dip into a black church? Like, I know it's not technically weird, but it looked weird when Mark Zuckerberg did it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to look like that. I mean, I don't go to church, but I don't want to look like that either. You know, I go to church, but I'd look like him doing it. Is there any way to dip into a church like you're sampling a nightclub and not look like a fucking lizard hanging off a tree branch in there? It's just, it's, I don't know. It's, no, no, I just came in. I just wanted to see what it was like, you know, just wanted to see what church was like. No, I'll never come back. I'm I'm just here once. That's weird, right? To dip in. Sal Bocha says, I went to a black church with the uh, Unitarian Universalists, and it was great. Now, see, that's a that's great, though, because you've got an organization within an organization, and, like, the Universalists got a good uh, outlook. It makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. But do you remember when Zuckerberg was going into churches, like, when he wanted to be president, and he's just standing in this church? Like he has whatever the opposite of a soul is, that guy has it. And so they're singing hymns around him and stuff. But anyway, she came up to me and she said, we all go to this church. And she said the church name, I forgot what it was. And she said, you should come out. I said, Lisa, I'm touched. Thank you. I, and, and I told her, I said, I remember the first time that you asked me to do this. And she goes, oh, okay. And I was like, no, no. I said, I I wanted to say then and I just couldn't say it at the time how much it means to me that you'd ask and I said I really appreciate your acceptance and it's just what it means to me and she goes all right and she turns and walks away <laughs> I <was like> okay <laughs> uh right in the middle of while I was talking to her and so I was telling Kilgore and he was like no dude she does that to everybody and as soon as she figured out that you were just saying no she was like done with the conversation she wasn't like, hey, man, thanks for helping out our organization with press or anything like that. Like, we'd like to bring you into the fold. It was like, oh, this guy doesn't go to our church yet. I'm just going to ask him. I'm not special. How how long have we been doing this? Uh, 30 minutes in, and uh, we finally peaked at I'm not special. Speaking of not special, if you're a guy and and you're a feminist, you're not special, okay? You're supposed to be. Like, what the fuck? 
who are these people, these guys that announce themselves as feminists? I think that's weird. I think it's weird. It's like saying you're not racist or, or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. I'm a feminist. Are you? Plowing ahead here. We got a story about, geez, dude, the, we really lost steam right there. Right there. Well, this is gonna this is gonna bring it all back around. Okay, there's a there's a story about an area piece of shit child was missing. He's been gone. He was a real he was a bad kid. Okay, sat too close to the television. He's been gone for two hours. He's presumed dead. Little Billy, who teachers called a uh, piece of shit, went missing this morning. There's a video. Okay, so in the video they've they've formed a search party. Uh, it was quickly called off. And so, but like the police were optimistic and that if they searched the woods and the, and the dad was like, no, no, uh, he was a good boy, but look, we're just going to have to move on. <laughs> he said, we're still, we're still calling around, you know, like, uh, and somebody was like, well, maybe check the ravine. Maybe he fell down the ravine. The dad was like excited, you know, and I don't know. And the mom was like, no, no, check the septic tank. I think. I, I think he's in the septic tank, and the but the police were like, no, he's not there either. And the mom like buried her face in the in the dad's shoulder. She was crying. A social worker came up. She patted her on the back, and the mom wrenched around, and she's like, you don't know he wasn't abducted. He was a bad kid, okay? Uh, and and the husband was like, no, no, don't worry about it. We may never know what happened. The important thing is that he's missing and presumed dead. At age 68, Howard Stern has announced he's almost old enough to run for president. Actually, uh, he's a patient of Dr. Troubadour's. Dr. Troubadour's in trouble right now. He's not doing well. They shut off the power at his family practice. He still does x-rays, though. Yeah, the patients go in. He holds them up to the light. Anyway, Stern is seeing Dr. Troubadour, and Troubadour said his own attorney has started making fun of him. It's not going well for Troubadour. Troubadour said his lawyer asked permission to approach the bench. At a recent hearing, he said, they're all looking my way, covering their mouths and laughing. It doesn't look good for Dr. Troubadour, okay? But we're holding out hope because he has the hookup and he's cool. He gets us anything we need, anytime we want it. We're going to hear from him later in the in the program. We're skipping this shit about Bill Maher. Who cares? I'll just say this about Bill Maher. He starts doing the, the new rules, and it must be so uncomfortable for his guest. They have to sit right there at the desk with him, just watching, while he does all the new rule. New rule! And, and they're just sitting there, and they're grinning, and you can, you can tell by the way that they're smiling that those two muscles in the back of their head hurt. They're tense, and they hurt, and they're gnashing their teeth in laughter at him. The camera's cut to him, and they're nodding along, and you can tell it's not authentic. How can you be under those lights, in front of a studio audience, with your fucking political career where you're not allowed to step on a mouse... And not knowing to what degree you're, you're expected to participate. But, like, no matter what, you have to give something. It's like sitting at the front row of a comedy show. That's a whole other level, right? So they, they don't just give you a show and you sit there. You have to give back in the form of laughter or whatever. It fucks with people when you're not into it. They look at you. I had to go and, like, look at somebody do bar tricks the other night. I went out with this woman, and she the date was did not go well. She wanted me to go see a show, and I had to participate and validate some bartender's fucking bar tricks. Some people are just energy vampires, right? Like fucking parasites. Every minute you're with them is darker than the, the one before it. But not all parasites are bad, though. In fact, I recently ingested one of the good ones, and I control it from an app on my phone. 
It's a parasitic worm formed in a controlled laboratory setting at Liebeldroker Pharmaceuticals. I just learned about it the other day. I swallowed it Monday morning, and now I tell the worm how much weight I want to lose. Got mine on the lowest setting. Dr. Troubadour's face is on the app. He's situated in a artificial intelligence. And I got to say, his responses are astonishingly human. He assured me that it would be safe to set my weight loss goals down to something I'll never achieve. The way you set an air conditioner down to 64, knowing it'll never get there. This keeps the worm, H. pyloxori, busy as a beaver chawing down on your fat and whatever else it needs, I guess, to help you lose weight fast. I was taking my sister out for her bachelorette party and her friend, my sister's about two years younger than me and her friend's younger than that. She was like, hey, did you know Liebel Droker Incorporated has a tapeworm for men? Leave it to the bachelorettes, am I, am I right? And she was like, oh, you know you can do tapeworms for business, right? All right. The point is, this parasite is hungry. It needs something to wash it down, which was like, fuck all this. This is, we're abandoning the bit. Get out. I received an uh, email Monday morning asking me not to park horizontally across both handicapped spaces. That's true, by the way. All right, I'll tell you what. I don't know what the last 30 minutes was because this edible's kicking in. We're going to take a short break, hear a message from our sponsors, and when we get back, we're going to bring in Wild Bill Kilgore. We got Frederick Brennan coming tonight to talk about the Jim Watkins logs that proves that uh, this motherfucker is QAnon. Okay, Ron Watkins, Jim Watkins, you figure it out in the next uh, half hour or hour of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you by Liebel Drucker Incorporated. Go fuck yourself. Eat a dick. Here comes Kilgore. I just want to say to all our listeners out there, you guys are... You guys are some of the good ones. You're the good listeners. You're the reason.
Hi, I'm Terry Abrams. They told me there was no cure. They said, there's not a drug out there for your condition. I said, Doc, what's my condition? The doctor said, I don't know. But your eyesight's damn near perfect. You can crush this one up and snort it through a straw. We did a lot of this shit, got us through medical school. Dr. Troubadour said this pill might not take my sick away, but it'll sure stoke the symptoms. Oh, she. I didn't know you liked to get wet. Lebel Troker Pharmaceuticals was there waiting in the wings. This will blow your eyes clean out your fucking head, baby. This is Terramax. Terramax Therapeutic soothes patients as it terrifies. Agitates as it distorts, and empowers as it enrages. Folks say them was angels, sent by Raleigh himself to protect me. I trust Terror Max completely. Once you take Terror Max, there is no turning back. You have kissed the sun, therefore from this point forward, there is only a small class of people who could possibly begin to understand your new, hellbound perspective of the world, and a narrower band still that would ever believe the horrors you've witnessed. These are your Terror Brothers, united by Dr. Troubadour's patented formula. Oh, shit. I didn't know you liked to get wet. Brought to you proudly by Lebel Troker Incorporated. Make terror your new reality. Take Terror Max today. Terror Max lets me see beyond the horizon, showing me new enemy threats I never thought possible. Did you know there are alien government contracts to farm us for human organs? With Terror Max, I know. Chronicle and Hate Radio are brought to you by Terror Max, proud sponsor of the 2022 Special Olympics. But Daddy, what's Terror Max like, though? Terror Max is a total body solution. It's a drug that, when ingested, forms to your body's inner cavities and walls to enhance muscle activity, improving reflexes and sharpening your senses against the nihilistic threat. The nihilistic threat? Don't do baby talk. Although it's not intended for children, there are no FDA regulations that says you can't try a nip! Why, my pa gave me my first taste of Terror Max. Now here, let me show you. For fast results, try the new and improved sublingual Terror Max. Now open up and say all. Is it... scary? Yes! Now clench those jaws, keep your eyes peeled, and watch! There! On the horizon! What happens? Is this what you wanted?
Now you see what happens when you're fucking with drugs. Yeah. Yeah, this is permanent. Now you listen to me. Don't you ever fucking turn your back on this country. The United States of America is all there is besides God and the Bible and the devil. Don't you ever try to run from this place. You will not escape. Hate Radio is brought to you proudly by the Internet Chronicle. The Internet Chronicle is brought to you by American Exceptionalism. We're better than everyone, even those little countries no one's ever heard of. Land of the Free. Red, white, and blue. Get out of the car, dude! Isn't it funny how wellness checks begin with armed gunmen wearing bulletproof vests? They show up wearing badges, fucking whistles around their neck, grenades hanging off their hips, a goddamn Glock on each shoulder. Just doing a wellness check! Just making sure you don't need a tear gas canister thrown through your front window. Just making sure you're alright, looking for literally any reason to throw you in jail. Just making sure you're okay. Just making sure you don't need a gun in the back of the head. Boy, where you from, motherfucker? Cause it ain't from here, I can tell you that. Just by the way I'm looking at you, the way you're talking, what you think you're better than us? Think you're goddamn better than us? I see the way you're looking at me, peeping at me through your goddamn windows. Holy shit, sir. I was just holy shit. Where is a police officer? I am a police officer, you motherfucker. I'm here to do your fucking wellness check. Now, show me that wellness. Can you hear me? Hey now. Welcome back to Hate Radio. Radio Hate is, as you can tell, <laughs> brought to you by Lebel Droker Incorporated. Who would have fucking thought that the same company brings you every single fucking episode of this show, one after the other? Lebel Droker Incorporated, publisher of Chronicle.su, Internet Chronicle. Go fuck yourself. Pay us in Bitcoin. Never see it again. This is how we do it here. Billy, talk! You fuck! Yeah. Hey, man, I'm how the hell are here. you? Yeah, what's up? How about you? Are you here? I'm what here, the baby. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, happy 4th. Happy 4th of July. I'm lighting one off right now. If you hear any explosions in the distance, that's the sound of battle. Hey, now. Getting it on out there in the woods. No, you're not in the woods. No. You're in we're, a town? We're, we're in the city now. We're in the big city. Have you been mugged? I've been mugged. I've been hugged. I've been loved on by the city. 
He's just a good old boy. Yeah, we got we got some good old boys tonight. Yeah, elephant. Hey, talking about good old boys. How about them proud boys? Yeah, they're really proud of themselves. Um, but their month is now over. Pride month is over. Here's how proud of themselves they are. I saw a video of them today. They all had the same white face covering so that only they could see through. They looked like ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> they all matched. <laughs> they're probably, you know, they're probably kind of, uh, probably all pretty ugly. Now, this is the kind of thing that it's just around now. It's, it's fucking everywhere. And it began at 8chan, and we have the founder of the fucking website on this program about to come on. Wait, Fred is the founder of 8chan? Doesn't I that mean he... he uh, oh, no, he just took it over, right? I don't know. He's the founder of Anonymous, if he's a side of me. Well, let's not get into all that just yet, because he's not here to talk about it. <laughs> I'm really excited about our guest tonight. I think it's one of our best, possibly our best guests ever. He's... It's going to be a really good show. It's going to be a, a an outstanding show. He's going to perform. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to get loaded into a can and it's shot across the room. Yeah, we've got a helmet ready for you so you can withstand the, the shot. <laughs> I feel like my spine would take damage before I even hit the ground. I mean, how do you... How are you Not with to get... the helmet like this. This is one that like shoots out airbags, man. Are you kidding me? This is Lebel Joker's finest uh, invention ever. It's like uh, crashing in a Tesla. Crashing in a Tesla. Just feels good, right? It feels good until you puncture the battery. And then you've got a chemical fire coming up at you through the through the floorboards. The battery is, is and it's like, it makes a hissing sound while it's spitting it's, fire yeah. all over. High High pressure fires. Coming right through your, right through your growing, from Elon Musk's factory to you. From Elon Musk's cock to your pussy. <laughs> it's a flaming battery coming up under your asshole. Yeah. Getting the taint. Getting you right in that erogenous zone. Elon Musk. Um, is in a bad way though now that he's broken up with uh what's her face grimes she was too good for him anyway oh yeah yeah she was out of his league yeah w way out of his league even though you know she's kind of um one of those kinds of uh you know the, i don't want to say attention getting type of, of women but i forgot who we're she, talking about she's very creative grimes yeah, so, she's good though. She's as good as the attention she gets. She's worth it. Yeah, she deserves it. She good she for deserves, her. She good deserves her. better than Elon. Uh, she much better than Elon. Would you describe yourself as a feminist? What? A, where's that? Is someone, someone in the chat saying that? I'm not reading the chat. This is from my dick to your ears. Well, yeah, I would, but, you know, it's not like I'm going to go rent out a billboard, you know? You should wear a t-shirt that says, this is what a feminist <laughs> looks like. <laughs> no, that was a guy, there was a guy who did that, right? He had, this is what a feminist looks like shirt, 
And he couldn't name three feminists, right? This is what feminist looks like. And the, he's got the march behind him. Yeah, but then his, his wife or his girlfriend was like, can you name three feminists? And he could only name two. Do you remember the ones he named? Dude, fuck if I know. Emily um, Dickinson, is she a feminist? Emily Dickinson? I don't think so. Because she stayed in too much? Um, I can't, you know, I don't, I mean. What kind of a show is this? Yeah, yeah, where, where, are, you, where are you taking us here? Where are we going with this? We're going to go to wherever, uh, wherever, wherever the, the mood takes us. Okay, okay. I'm wearing something thin. You're you're wearing femme clothing right now? You're wearing, femme down. You're a femboy. I've got a nightgown on and a sash. Uh, that's what a feminist looks like, right? You don't have to you, you don't print that out. You just wear femme clothes, right? But when you came on the show, you um you came on as a feminist. I did. Um I came in hot with that Grimes feminism, I guess, right? Now, have you been having conversation with Grimes? Is has she been doing something with the Kiwi Farms? Grimes? Yeah. You know, I don't think I think she's too famous to be a lol cow. Is she They want to want to troll someone vulnerable and pointless. Well, nobody ever heard of like Chris Chan, for instance. We're running the um, we're running the NORAD. We're running NORAD tonight. Luckily, luckily we somehow found that uh, found that overlay. We have around. art in here. Uh, the cam camouflage did the art over there on the right. Oh, the the beautiful poster. Shout outs to camouflage for that it, radio poster. It's nice and green and it, black is a man who... So they've got their headphones on and the wires go up and into a body that has been strung up by other wires and all the wires are connected to the headphones and they are ripping the body in half. And listening to it, the... Um, listening to the, to the sounds coming out of that body... Damn. More from the interior of the body. Is that? I can't see it right now, but you remember I think it. I remember. I remember. And there's the axe, the great big axe that's cleaving it. Is that true? You remember that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Well, I remember when uh, all those proud boys were marching up and down uh, in front of that college in Manhattan. You were there. It was, what year was it? It was 2017, right? It was like near the end, that fall maybe. Uh-huh. And uh, Gavin McInnes was there. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie Pickletits was, and they all, Cass- dude, they were Sandy like, Williams. yeah. And yeah, I could see her on stage because I was, uh, you know, she was about 12 feet away from me. And then all the Proud Boys, you know, were like muscling, jockeying for position. I want to see her. Yeah, that she's she's the proud boy dream girl. Ooh, doggies. Um, manic manic pixie fascist dream girl, Cassandra Fairbanks. 
Now she doesn't believe in Q, does she? But I, she will. She I don't will know do what she believes. She'll do the wink and the nod about the Q post. Well, she she, she was all wrapped up in a Keck flag. That's what made her dreamy pixie girl. Yeah, yeah. Just weeks before appearing at this thing. And now she raises monkeys. I don't like that. She raises little monkeys and um, holds them real tight in her hands and posts pictures of them on YouTube. What do you say? Uh, what do you say we start um, running some of uh, some of her nudes on the stream here? Oh yeah, people would really fucking appreciate that, wouldn't they? We'll put it up on the projector. All right, thanks. Yeah. I'm lucky me, I can't see a damn thing. Right now it's scrolling up. A woman is asleep. She's having drugs fed through a tube into her system. It's a miracle cure by Angstrom Troubadour. Oh, finally. They're able to do it through the blood now. He can... Uh, well, dude, just in order to give a presentation on it, for some reason he split himself like into two different bodies, and one of the halves said, yeah, now you, you know... Anyway, he's a licensed spiritual professional. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I didn't remember that you could. I thought it was a. It, Terramax could never be intravenously used. <laughs> They've got I a sublingual. Okay. Did you? I know that you couldn't hear the show, but earlier in the show, they announced a sublingual. You put it right under your tongue, and it gets you going. Gets you scanning okay. the horizon, enemy threats. Speaking of enemy threats, we've got Fred Brennan coming up on the... Why don't we just go ahead and bring him on? We're going to take a short break, and um, I'm going to rub one out. And we're going to bring him on. Unless there's something else we need to talk about before we take a break. Um, Let me check my notes here, yeah. We've got fuck all, we got not shit. Well, this is Hate Radio... We're pretty good old boys. Just doing a good old radio show. I have a low key vibe right tonight, but it's gonna trust us. It's gonna it's gonna kick into gear any second now. I can tell. Pretty good old boys. Just doing a radio show.
this part. You're listening to Hate Radio. We are sending out an SOS. Freddie Brennan. Uh, not in the green room. But he sent Uh-oh. me. Uh, oh, he says he's ready to rock. Oh, here we go. Hi, Fred. Yep. Can you hear me? What's going on? Yep, I'm here. Hey, man. Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hold on, I gotta close. There you go. I just closed the the Twitch version so that I could actually hear you. Because I don't know if you know this, but your uh, studio hate is locked, so I couldn't join it until just uh... now. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Um. Anyway, great to be here. I've listened to the show before, obviously, so I was not at all, you know, uh, like, put off by the very long intro at the beginning. I even get why you do it. It's because, you know, people are very bad at planning these days, and they don't, you know, necessarily think, oh, I better, you know, get on at exactly 1130, and so you just fill that time, so I get it. I, uh, I'm pretty stoned, Fred, and I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fred is nocturnal. Uh, I like tend to be hot most of the time as well, but, you know, just not on pot. Uh, you're on that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah, that's the good stuff that only uh, cripples in our society are allowed to have. That's, that, that's what I... Dr. Troubadour gives it to me. <laughs> Oh, it's prescribed. It's prescribed yes. by, by Dr. Troubadour. Fully insurance. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Um, well, I eat like garbage, but anyway. At uh, least you're cranked up on that terror, Max. 24-7. <laughs> it's 24-7. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Up all the good night. version. 80 milligram version. Digging through the garbage. <laughs> Who's that green raccoon? Why, it's Frederick Brennan. And he's on Terramax. Well, well, Fred, the big yeah. question, the big question everyone wants to hear tonight and that they're all tuned in for is, how's the dog doing? Very well, actually. Um, I was a little bit concerned, you know, given the big change from, like, the Philippines on the 20th floor in a huge city to, you know, Atlantic City, which is very different. But she's fine. Uh, even in the winter, she's fine. So everything's fine. Well, very good. What's her well, name? Well, hello. Her name's Hitomi, and she is going to be going on eight years old. Yeah. She is getting up there in years, so. Ooh. Uh, Fred has... Uh, Recently did the Truanon pod, appeared in documentaries, uh, HBO, Netflix, I don't know what else, Q, Into the Storm. Uh, that was on HBO, yeah. You're seeing him everywhere uh, just because of the influence his systems have had on the internet and culture, which makes him the perfect hate radio guest. <laughs> and recently you published these logs that prove... Uh, Jim Watkins is, in fact, QAnon. Correct. At least he posted his QAnon this week. I mean, it's incontrovertible if you understand computer science, you know. I. What did those yeah. logs tell you? Uh, that he basically, well, if I could kind of like walk you through it, because he made 
not just one OPSEC mistake, which, you know, is enough to put somebody in jail most of the time, but he made three, actually. Oh, um, really? Yeah, within, within the series of five days. So I could just explain them one by one. So the first mistake was, uh, I'm sure you know this, but on 4chan, uh, the secure trip codes, they work with a secret salt that's on the server. And in 2010, I, this leaked, actually, uh, when there was the 4chan source code leak. And so it was technically possible to calculate these secure trip codes. And people did do that on the technology board for a little while until, you know, Chris Poole decided that's too much fun. And then, you know, he turned that off. But um, <laughs> in any case, uh, these secure trip code salts, whenever they get rotated, everybody's secure trip code breaks. So Q, you know, this alleged super spy, uh, uses secure trip codes to authenticate uh, actual 4chan-style secure trip codes. That is the authentication mechanism of QAnon, so, um, which is, as you guys know, absolutely idiotic, but... <laughs> um, so that, that's that's why yeah. I, I go ahead. Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, these everybody's trip code changed. However, Q was able to post with his old trip code, which is impossible if you know how cryptography works, or computers work, or anything works. And so I was she wanted, say, for yeah. our for our, di for our you know kind of um, degenerate idiot <laughs> audience. What what is assault exactly? So, just so they yeah, know. Tell the, we know, but tell the dipshits. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. No problem. So, imagine if when you were logging into your computer, there was like a secret phrase that gets added to the end of your password, and it can change. And so you just know that this secret phrase is going to be added, and so you know that you have to like put a certain password to be able to log in, right? Otherwise, when the computer is checking that the hash after it, you know, considers the entire password after it adds the secret phrase, um, if it matches or not. And so what happened here is the secret phrase changed. And so when he tried to log in with the same login as before, he should not have been able to. Even it should not have matched. But it did match because Jim tampered with the server. So, you know, uh, he just basically put, um, there's a uh, function custom trip codes, you just say, well, I want this password to always equal this trip code, even if cryptographically it wouldn't. It's, so this has to be an admin. It, it's impossible. Yeah, it's, it's impossible for it not to have been an admin. I mean, if you want to really speculate and get like way out into the weeds, which is fun, you know, that's why conspiracy theories are popular in the first place, you could say, well, okay, it was either Jim or Ron or somebody with server access, you know, but other than those... Or somebody like that Jim or Ron is allowing to have that access, right? But other than that, there's no nobody else it could have been. Right. Well, thank you for entertaining our idiot fans here. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's just one. Of yes, the, that, was the, that was only the first mistake. The uh, second mistake is even funnier because it's easier for people to understand. Um. So basically... Uh, 8chan is a little bit weird because it allows uh, people to post over Tor, just they can't upload images, obviously. And you all know why. So uh, you can post over Tor, but you have to uh, go through all these checks and shit. And it, it's pretty hard to keep secure because the Tor network is, you know, it basically makes it so that every user is the same user. And so you can't really deal with spam as easily. I had all these 
systems and, and fingerprinting to try to deal with it. But the Watkinses are dipshits and they don't know how any of that works. And so they disabled it like a year ago, right? Um, however, when QAnon was just, 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 just about to post, Tor got enabled for everybody, like on the exact day. And I believe it was only a few hours before. I'd have to look at the graph again. But there's a graph you can see where it drops off to zero for a year. And then it spikes right when Q is able to post at, uh, using the Tor browser. Um, and we know because Tor posts are marked on HTN with a uh, ID, a user ID that will be all zeros to indicate that this may not necessarily, like if you see two users with this ID, they might not be the same person. Okay. <laughs> the so, zero, the, all the zero trip code indicates this could be anybody on Tor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But because Tor was disabled for so long, and it got re-enabled, like, minutes before, or hours, I'd have to check again, as I said. But it seems extremely unlikely. Either you have to believe that somewhere in the, in the military, right, because this is what they believe, there is just this, this, this agent, this secret agent sitting around, and he's like, fuck, I can't post his Tor. And he's like this every single day, right? Every single day for a year. And then finally, 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 Jim Watkins in his magnanimity decides, okay, I'm re-enabling Tor. And then this secret agent is like, thank fuck, I've been just jerking off for a year. And now finally, finally, I can post my drop that is extremely important that everybody gets to see it. Want to play a game? You know, that, that's, 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 uh, that's what happened. A hell of a coincidence, right? It, it would be, yeah. I mean, uh, the real truth is that, you know, Jim re-enabled Thor and then posted his cue. That's the obvious explanation, you know. But the only alternative is what I just laid out. So uh, if you're stupid, you can believe the other one, but, you know. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's kind of like a good circumstantial point. Um, yeah, I mean, the first one is incontrovertible. It just requires you to understand cryptography and stuff. And so the second one, I think, is kind of easier for normal people to understand. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it's like a door had been closed for a year, and then it got opened, and then moments suddenly... Before, moments before the first Q post. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Moments before the first new Q post of this year. Correct. Just well, happens no to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very so good. It, either Q was trying every single day and then failing... You know, and, and not giving up on HN and just not giving up and being like, man, I should reevaluate my life. And, you know, the, the whole federal government was just waiting for Jim Watkins to re-enable uh, Tor on HN. A shitty website, you know, that I fucking wrote while I was high. What would they and... have to gain? <laughs> Who? The Watkinses? No, the, the government wanting them to uh, re-enable Tor. What does the government gain from that? Uh, absolutely nothing. That's why Q is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it really is that simple. I hate to put it in those terms because you know that there are all these believers, but it's like, you know, it's it's that's the truth. But there's even more. That's only the second. There's even more. Yep, I can go into the third one if you'd like. Yes. The third one is kind of the the funniest one. Uh because <laughs> so 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 Jim was arguing with an an anonymous user essentially. Um you know, because basically, based on the first two OPSEC mistakes, people were fucking pissed. 
You know what I mean? Like, like this is Jim, this is fake, you know, you show LARP, you know, whatever. They were just laying it all out on him, and they were just screaming their cue nonsense. And so Jim is, like, you know, fighting back, as we are all so wont to do, when we're getting trolled in a chant thread. Oh, no! Uh, you know, I, I have to defend my honor here. So, oops. Um, he <laughs> He replies to an anonymous user with, like, the most basic Babby's first troll, uh, you sound envious. And then he decides to post his cue after that, you know, after it calms down a little. You sound uh, envious. Oh, he's doing petty stuff. Yeah, yeah, you sound envious. Yeah, that's what he said to some anonymous user who said that the new drops sound like just like Jim. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or, or that, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Small. Petty bullshit. Exactly. And so uh, when, 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 uh, <laughs> when he realized this, he fucking panicked and then quickly either we're not sure exactly if he changed the database or if he changed uh the the mechanism that actually figures out like oh it, is it a tour post or is it not either way he he changed something because the the id changed and the only way that that can ever happen is if somebody fucks with the database can't happen any other way and so i think this is what got jim the most mad that you know like i was able to find this and, and laugh at him about this because he threatened to kill me. <laughs> yeah, not, not only is that embarrassing, but that's fucking just pointless. And that's kind of why I came on this show, because this is like, you know, uh, not not to put it in, you know, crass terms, but a troll podcast. And it's like, I kind of feel like I, I'm not really somebody that is usually involved in trolling, but I fucking trolled this old dude into threatening to kill me online. What the fuck? No, you're just like explaining how software works. Everybody, uh, I has assessed you as a troll. <laughs> okay, if you think that's the case, but... <laughs> but uh, in every other way, sure. <laughs> it, it's a troll podcast. And uh, also, it's fun to get into those nitty-gritty details. Because, sure, I mean... You know, where yeah, else can you do that? This is journalism. This, this goddamn journalism, baby. It is kind of because I mean you know no other main no mainstream sources actually run like the three the three you know proofs like in in technical terms I mean not even ours technica come on I think they will in time um, probably it, it, or an academic paper you know so mm -hmm. how did you find those logs what made you want to go in and oh well I mean obviously when Q first like posted a drop everybody's showing them to me on Twitter that's it. And then obviously I can start, you know, looking around on HN and seeing, huh, this user is saying their trip code changed, but that shouldn't have happened. So, you know, I just know how the software works. I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, if everybody's trip code changed, how is it possible that Q's trip code didn't change? And then, you know, uh, there's right. this project on Twitter yeah, known that as... Makes the, sense. The, yeah, known as the Q Origins Project, and they have been testing trip codes on 8kun for a while, and they were able to demonstrate that even their own trip code changed. And so after that happened, I mean, it was just like Damn. incontrovertible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Fred has published these on his uh, Twitter timeline. You can find them a lot more easy by going to Kilgore's Twitter and um, checking out those <laughs> links. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't uh, I haven't tweeted a lot in the past few days. you can see uh, the links that Fred's been talking about. Sure, and if you didn't understand my technical explanation, I give a much longer one. 
in a YouTube video that's on my YouTube channel, just under my name, Frederick Brennan. Um, has the same, you know, green raccoon thing, because I don't give a shit, but yep. About yeah, it. you recently came out as a furry. Um, Basically, yeah. Uh, uh, a couple months ago, right? Rebranding. No, like last year, last year. Your last year. Yeah. Persona, uh, green raccoon. Mm-hmm. That, that's um, the case. And what's um, his, Does he have a name? His name is just my name. He's, his name is Fred. How about that? Just Fred. How about that? Fred A. Can we say Freddy? Yeah. I, I don't care. Go ahead. Okay. Can I um, say Fred A? You mentioned, you, mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned that there's on Kiwi Farms, they really, they're, um, they kind of have a, 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 a schoolyard type of childish crush crush on your first so first. I think that they do. I think that they do because they. I, I don't necessarily know why they seem. They like to repost him a lot, and so you know, I have indulged them and provided them much art to repost. So my thread in there is is now full of it. For guys that say that you know they're not interested in this at all, they sure seem to like to look at it. But you know, you see, this is for a legit reason, guys. I mean, it's like I am not interested, okay, in this weird furry art, okay. I am just doing research against this person on the internet who's wrong, and he is weird, and I'm not the weird one. Just so everybody knows that the kiwi farmers are not the weird one here. <laughs> well, this is uh, in the. We are really in the weeds here. I know. Do they do the Kiwi Farm simps pay well? Are they all are they filling uh, <laughs> up your uh, pockets with money? No, unfortunately not. Um, they do not pay well at all. But you know that's fine because I don't even ask for donations. I am one of the very very fucking few these days. It's it's sad, but I'm very one of the very very few people online that actually just you know if they need money works a job. <laughs> so oh yeah that's true you you are um in you're a developer that's right and you and you do some very interesting cutting edge stuff um i'm not sure exactly what the term is but with with fonts with typography mm -hmm. it's correct right yep it's uh technically the field is called font engineering which is probably something that did not exist, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. But because the font formats have gotten so complicated, you have OpenType and TrueType and all, all of the different revisions to those. And then all of the different ways that they're interpreted by every different, you know, major operating system. There are currently three, uh, four actually major ones. You have FreeType and then you have uh, Cortex and Mac. And then you have... Um, Eh, whatever Microsoft shit is called, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Adobe one. So those are the main four. And the Adobe one is the shittiest. Um, and I hate it. I actually, my fonts purposely break in it because I hate it that much. But yeah. Well, we're um, all nerds here. We understand. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I hate no, some fonts. And it's there's the the work is never done, right? It's a it's a deep field, but you can and go that is what makes it a lot of fun because the work is right. never done. Exactly, it, it's it's never done at all. Well, Time just and... washes over you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. that's great fun, right? Um, it, it keeps you busy, and it's. Um, it's good, good, honest work. Unlike it is. I mean, you know, I mean, some of my fonts have even been commissioned by like Google, you know, Silicon Valley companies. It's cool. I mean, you know, pays the bills. I mean, and I don't have to 
sell out on Twitter, I can just post whatever uh-huh. the fuck I want. So and and unlike and unlike, I mean, and you can give us your cash app. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, yeah. I I I I don't need it. I'm fine. Very, that's very good to hear. Uh, but previously, Fred's only fans. Let's go back. Into, <laughs> let's go back into the lore here. Previously, sure. you were. Um, uh, if I could speak about the OnlyFans comment for a second, though, because one of Jim's employees, yeah, one of Jim's employees, he said that he had a nude photo of me, but I know he doesn't. What he has, see, Jim's people are pretty dumb. So back in the 8chan days, so they thought that another person with my same disability was me. And they didn't notice that this dude has a piercing. So this dude who works for Jim, uh, like, threatened me in, in, in Jim's telegram, which, you know, is actually a crime. I don't give a shit. I mean, I didn't even report this, but he, he threatened me, and he's like, I'm gonna release the not-so-nice photos. And I was just like, go ahead, that's not even me, but how about this? I will send you a photo of my fat ass in exchange for a photo of your driver's license. This Jim employee that I don't know the name of is his username is Ninja Stunts. So all you have to do to get that Fred OnlyFans juicy fat ass is send me, you know, a nice scan of your driver's license with your full legal name, and you can be the first one on the internet to ever have a legit Frederick Brennan nude. How about that? Well, can he didn't take me up on the offer. Apply for this? Can anybody? <laughs> nope. Only that one Jim employee. It's a it's a very closed deal. Uh. And probably if he would have been dumb enough to send it, I would have just sent him some furry porn. So, you know. <laughs> our, dis- our audience, I can hear their disappointment right now. They're uh, well, disappointed. But are they? Nobody has written anything in the chat, so I don't, I don't know that they're that disappointed. They're all, like, I... opiated. <laughs> like me. They're lethargic. Yeah. The Dr. Troubadour. Uh, he's, a, he's a great man. They... Uh... Well, Great. if he could be here to hear you say that, he'll hear the playback and really appreciate it. Oh, of that. course. Yeah, I, he's really been, yeah, I, I know. He's had a lot of issues. But, you know, at least his prescription writing hand is still working. You know, that's the important thing here, is yeah. that his prescription writing hand is still working. Those scripts are still getting to me. So, you know, that thank you, Dr. Troubadour. Why I couldn't get anything, because the mob came and visited him. And for a oh, while, we weren't getting any. You, you weren't getting any of the good shit? The well, you trees. see, Dr. Troubadour has a certain kind of... He's a very empathetic man, and so he takes pity on me, you know, as a cripple. And so, even though the mob was there, he kind of was passing me them under the table. <laughs> that's that's so nice of him. It he wasn't it? About, he always thinks about... He's so he kind. Says, yeah, he, what a bedside manner. Exactly, exactly. A bedside manner. He's he's right now laid up in bed with only his prescription ready and working. <laughs> That's a bedside man. That's <laughs> from bed to bed. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Just rolling around like a bunch of puppies. Ah, <laughs> uh, he would get in. Anyway, that's get gratuitous. Yeah, I hate to put this show in the same category as Mad at the Internet because it's so much better. And oh, Josh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk I about Josh. Yeah, why um, not? He's a He's a former associate and a friend of yours. I knew him pretty well, yeah. I mean, uh, I think probably, I mean, it's funny, but I think out of anybody that's like a public figure 
these days who's kind of against him i've known him the best out of any of them like you know the the people that tend to be mad at him they don't know him at all you know what i mean like it's a strange thing he seems to be if you look into him he's beefing with um gamer gators he's beefing with all the alt-right he's beefing with um not who i would expect right i would expect he would be you know um against left care but for some reason he is always uh targeting what i would think of as his side like he's a (laughs) well right is that it's pretty funny it's pretty funny because like how it sort of works is that through the fact that basically his website is only used by the alt-right they kind of tend to focus in on like the ones in their ranks that they think are old cows. So that's why you see that. That's why you see like yeah. Ethan Ralph having a threat, right? Because he did some stuff that, you know, made them think that, uh, oh, this guy would be a pretty funny target. And then uh, Matt Jarbo, for example, and another one who was kind of, you know, on their side, but then uh, did, you know, something that basically, he basically like kind of broke the code of ethics, like, you know, became a quote-unquote cuck or a quote-unquote degenerate. That is why all of those people have threads, uh, for example. Because they're Ralph. not pure enough. Exactly, they're not pure enough. Ethan Ralph is not pure enough. I understand. Um, yeah. And as Noel or Josh Moon is the um, kind of most um, pure free speech <laughs> internet freedom <laughs> type, of, type of personality. Sure, you know? sure. You could say, um, but to the point that it's kind of silly and ridiculous. Like it hurt. Like he's harming himself. For instance, yeah. in the case of Near, mm-hmm. there was this barely viewed thread. You were talking about this, mm-hmm. and taking it down would have saved him so much incredible amount of trouble and upset nearly nobody. And but yet he wouldn't do it. It it seems kind of like a suicidal type of mindset for him to be. Um, kind of, you know, uh, um, so um, zealous about internet freedom that he'll destroy himself over it. Is that? That's true, but I also want to tell you a a funny anecdote. So there was one guy, there was one guy once in in Josh Moon's past who had a threat on the Kiwi Farms. And Josh Moon realized, hey, this guy has got some connections in Ukraine. So in case you don't know, like, Josh Moon's, like, his, like, life situation, he kind of bounces around Eastern Europe, you know, different countries in Eastern Europe, you know, just chills out out there, has his, like, low cost of living to keep his users happy that, you know, he's not just, you know, blowing their money on the high San Francisco rents. So he's just kind of chilling in Eastern Europe, and he decides one day that, like, he would like to stay in Ukraine longer than he should be allowed to. So he gives this uh, guy, God, I wish I could remember his name, but I'm, I'm sure it'll get found by the, your wonderful, very intelligent listeners, that he, Josh Moon, will delete your thread, actually, if you give him a job at a Ukrainian corporation doing nothing, just so he can have a work visa, dun, 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 and then, oh, poof, your thread can disappear. So 
Well, apparently, you know, it's 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 all about the free speech and, and Josh Moon. I'd never delete a thread. I, I don't, what are you talking about? I mean, that can't can't happen. Can't happen at all. I I just the freedom of the users is sacred to, to, to Josh Moon. But you know, when it came to a Ukrainian visa, yeah, it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, so it's kind of kind of a convenient thread there. You know, if if uh, if he has something to gain out of it, maybe it doesn't matter that much. I I would think that um, with all the trouble he brought on himself for near and other threads I've heard about, that you know, a simple bribe would be. I know, I know. It, it seems like that, but it seems like Josh Moon has like a very weird kind of mind where it's like he'll only delete a thread for a positive reason, not for a negative reason. So he'll only delete it to make things better for himself, but not to prevent things from getting worse. So obviously that makes him pretty easy to troll. And it's obviously why the Kiwi Farms has gotten worse and worse. So, oh, it yeah. hasn't. I, I, see, I'm not a kiwi farmer. I never really <laughs> knew about it until Tell how old you are. this year. No, and um, <laughs> no, I can't ask how old you are. Oh, I'm 36. Thank I you very much, because I think that that helps explain it. I'm 28, and yeah. I just wasn't around, you know, when when 4chan was like, I was around, but I was like a fucking, you know, stupid kid, like 10, mm -hmm. 11, 12, and I just didn't know anything and so i just uh yeah <laughs> right right just and, fucking and around kiwi, exactly kiwi is a more re the the strange thing about kiwi farms to me is the format it's a old style forum mm -hmm. um not a chant not a chant not an image board not a anything it's remote a like social media it's an old style forum correct that, that is um uh, I I think that's part of the ovor is it's got to be the old internet the internet from the 2000s was better than it is today because blah 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 you know freedom and so on freedom and um, <laughs> yet oh there's this thing about about um he's no longer welcome to use the software that it's running on. Is that correct? The, uh, oh, is he no longer welcome to use Zenforo? That would really yeah. suck for him yeah. because I remember at one point he was so excited about Zenforo. He was talking about it all the time on fucking Mad at the Internet. He was like, oh, guys, 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 you know, I'm writing all of these Zenforo extensions. Oh, I, I did all this work on the BB code. Well, I mean, that's what you get with proprietary software, Josh Moon. You know, I tried to warn you, tried to warn you quite a bit, but... Proprietary software, it'll get you every time. So, uh, fuck you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think for the past several months, he's been um, barred from getting updates from them. He still gets to use it, but now he has to manually patch every... every <laughs> right? And it's... He's probably I'm using it illegally, right? I mean, because technically, Zenforo Inc. can withdraw his license. Correct. Oh, so he's just ignoring them. I feel like he's got to be just ignoring them. Yeah, because there's no other way. Yeah, I mean, he's. He, he, I. I. Yeah, I, I sue him. Yeah, I read some thread on Kiwi Farms where he was talking about that. <laughs> That's and, fucking funny. Zenforos mm -hmm. totally sue him. <laughs> you think they're going to. I don't know if they have this. But technically they could because it's like a copyright thing. You know, it's like. Mm -hmm proprietary software that kind of thing you know you're violating the end user license agreement so well this is kind of a nice just um uh you know 
thing, but yeah. I think let's go back to the QAnon. Okay, cool. Um, we, you know, we. Uh, I I wonder what you think about this. That because after January sixth, after all the failed prophecies, do you think Jim and Ron or Q, as we now know they are, are really having influence anymore? Um, what, like that's interesting. Um, so part of the reason, ironically, that Jim like freaked out and decided to try to you know post his Q this past week. Is that the same is, time uh, he tried to put a bounty on you? Yes, yep, yep. It all happened at the, like, kind of the same time. Is because uh, <laughs> his users... So uh, QAnon has this rule, and it's called no outside comms. And what it means is that you cannot get any communication, like like revelation, really. It's very religious from Q outside of what Q calls, quote-unquote, this platform. And so basically, that was interpreted to mean for a very, very long time, okay, Q drops can only appear on 8chan under a certain trip code, and if it's not on 8chan with that trip code, then it's not a real Q drop. But uh, basically, Donald Trump got banned from every social media and then made his own um, social media platform, Truth Social, and there was an account on there called Q, who is also doing the same kind of, you know, super secret spy bullshit. And it just so happened that suddenly the Q people, because, you know, the Q on 8chan hadn't posted for like a year, because the Watkinses were shitting themselves, scared to go to jail. Um, Doggies. Yeah, exactly. So th- this truth social Q, as I call it, TSQ, started to gain more and more and more and more followers and, and attention. And the Watkinses were basically reaching kind of a critical juncture where if they didn't, like, post as Q, they were going to lose the ability to post as Q, if you see what I mean. Because everybody would just be looking at Truth Social Q. Right. You know, the the, the, the the cave where they get their revelations would now be a new cave. Like and then Jim's, you know, the old cave. Exactly. Yeah, nobody, nobody would give a shit about it. And so, basically, they wanted to make sure that that wouldn't happen. That they would be able to keep their, uh, their, their influence. And so, <laughs> they fucked it up so bad, though, that actually they've given Truth Social Q the biggest boost ever. I mean, ever. Now there are so many people that believe in it that didn't before. I mean, they fucked up big time. So, idiots. That's why they threatened to kill me, because they got super, super mad at the internet, <laughs> as Josh Moon would say. So, yeah. Why is it so violent? Like, why are their outbursts more serious? As, hmm. Uh... I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, and you know, okay, here's another funny thing. We were talking about the Kiwi farmers maybe liking my persona. I think maybe Jim Watkins might too, because he had a fantasy in his rant that sounded very, sounded like a very fat furry fantasy. Let me, let me explain it to you. So he said that I, you know, me personally, he would like to have me like in a boat, okay, on the way back to the Philippines in a cage, right? And then he said he wanted me to be like a stuck goose with a feeding tube stuck down my throat and like able to move. And I don't know, like I'm pretty fucking fat. So I don't know why you would think that I need a feeding tube. Yeah. Right. Give him a feeding tube. Keep him intubated. Right. (laughs) It just seems like like he might be actually he might actually, you know, be gay at in some level and be sexually attracted to you know, my fat ass. Hey so, now. hey, 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 finally, finally, you know, getting some, yes. getting that gym attention. Get so, that you know, only fans. 
So Jim, I decided, listening. yeah, I decided that I would make that fantasy come true for him. And I have been emailing and, and chatting with the weirdest people I can find on e621.net. I have just been like going through like the, okay, obese underscore male. Let me find the fucking weirdest art in this fucking tag. And then let me email the artist who did this. And let me make, let me see. Okay. Hey, will you draw my persona in a cage with a feeding tube and all of this? Cause I want to send it to Jim Watkins. It'll be really fucking funny. And uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to, if I, if I do succeed at this, I'm going to mail it to NT Technology Inc. His corporation. I'll make you know. I want to bring some joy into Jim Watkins' life. I just he can want, use I, it. I, yeah. I saw you. Uh, apparently, at one point, Jim Watkins was talking in a video about having Fred kidnapped and sent to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone said Jim and two other people were on some stream, and Jim floated the idea of having a bounty hunter kidnap Fred and send him back. It cost him all this money, but on tonight's show, okay, fifteen thousand. Forget about it. We're offering a special discount code. Enter code hate at checkout for 15% off your first bounty, and you can have Freddy abducted below market rate. You know, some guy was already saying, like, on my YouTube, I'd do it for 10. So, you know, I, I, I feel like you got to bid lower. You got you to gotta bid them down. Fred, mm-hmm. we're yeah. almost out of time. It, what the hell is going on? Like, right now in the world? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's really fucked. I, I honestly, I don't know if this is a good thing or if it's a bad thing because honestly, it might make everything worse. It, it because now that there's no central authority, you might get all of these like really weird fucking little cults. Like, like uh, there's this crazy asshole named Michael Protzman who uh, basically just you know has his little cult in 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 in, in uh. Texas, I think. Whoever cares, somewhere in the south, somewhere where you live. You were talking about the south earlier. Yeah, you know, buddy. he's 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 near you. He's near you. So, um, yep. <laughs> he's down here being ugly. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. This place really well, brings it out of you, man. <laughs> it really does. I mean, as as soon as he knew that he was going to have this prophecy, he was like, you know, where do I need to go? Texas. That's it. It's like I just mm-hmm. know that. Where I'm going to get the most followers. It, Fred, it's really why insane. did everybody go to Texas? It's the oh, you don't? Thing. Do you not know about Michael Protzman? No, uh, we don't. Okay, well, quickly. Uh, I, I mean, I <laughs> think I was at one of his parties, but <laughs> no, go on. Okay, he is this guy basically who uh, trolled. I consider it, you know, a whole bunch of Q followers into thinking that he was like the next Q. So it's kind of like. Uh, kind of like what Jim did, except, you know, without owning 8chan. It was like he, he kind of just, you know, trolled them into it through numerology and what he was calling gematria, gematria, whatever. You know, no, like, you know how they pronounce, they pronounce it in their, you know, very Americanized way because they're dumb and have never been outside the country. At gematria with a quesadilla. So they decided, you know, to, uh, he, he decided to make a whole bunch of his own doctrine, and he decided that the number 48 is the most evil number. And so his name to his followers is Negative 48. Om. Negative 48. 48. It's the evilest number. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that so stupid? I mean, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But he, 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 he basically told them that JFK Jr. was going to come back to life 
and appear somewhere in Dallas or Houston oh, yeah. or wherever the yeah, fuck. We did a story I about that in the Chronicle. Yeah, that's Michael Pratsman. That's Michael Pratsman. Oh, there you go. Junior guy. So that basically, what I guy yeah, what hair. I think might happen is that Q might break apart into a whole bunch of Pratsmanized cults with our own little Michael Pratsman. Ah, I call it Pratsmanization. Pratsmanization. We learned a word uh, tonight. Pratsmanization. Mm-hmm. That's that's the sparkles across the nation. <laughs> Protestantization. You could write a song about it, just like you know the little jingle you have about Doctor Troubadour. Yeah, we just did, and it's all copyrighted. And don't y'all try to take it or publish it as your own. It's ours. It's take yours, it. just like Zenforo. Fuck, Josh Moon, you are in a whole lot of trouble because you've been using Zenforo since fucking 2013. I really don't know what you're gonna do on a technical level there. I mean, shit. I honestly, if they were to sue you, you may as well just, I, I don't know, go live in a cave. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's that fucked. What's, I think he's already if living in summarize, a cave. Yeah. Is that um, well, I mean, he's living in Eastern Europe, and they do have a lot of caves there, so uh, possible. Oh, he's in a cave network. There you go. Yeah. He's just, you know. Uh, it's it's kind of like the world's version of a basement. Like when you're such a loser that you can't go to mom's basement anymore, you can always go to a cave, right? Like there's always that safe place, a safe space for Josh Moon, the yeah, caves can, of Eastern Europe. You can grow a beard and <laughs> brandish an AK-47. Oh, and... uh, we have a very good question from the chat. Why did Jim slash Q never mention the Jews? They did actually. They, they, they. Uh, there's a very anti-Semitic drop. I forget its number, but it is that. I don't. You've you've been on chance, so you've probably seen this image. It's of the happy merchant, you know, in the pool of blood, and it's got all these names in them, right? Like, like all of the, you know, different races of the world, I guess. And then, you know, the happy merchant is saying, "Why do they persecute me so?" So yes, Q posted that. That is a actual Q drop. Uh, that is like Q. That's why Q is called anti-Semitic quite often. Um, in case oh, you were wondering. This, uh, hate Radio is really living up to its name today. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, I'm very sorry for having to, you know, describe that image on Hate Radio. Unfortunately, I can't just, you know, telepathically put an image on the projector. Not yet. We're getting there. The metaverse might let me do it someday. Man, I don't know about any of this stuff. I just like to chill. <laughs> I just like to chill out online. <laughs> <laughs> This is what. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe before we go, I should I should give you an opportunity to like say something to Jim if you could say something. Like, does he need to know something? <laughs> does he and need to, to know Josh something? And to Josh Moon too. Okay, maybe something not? to just get him off your back. Like, hey, dude, chill. I mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, chill because Jim. All I did, like, it's not like I'm hacking you, right? It's not like I'm an Aubrey Cottle type figure who's just, fuck the police, fuck the federal government, fuck everybody, fuck Canada, you know, just I'm doing my own thing and I'm just gonna just fuck you right in the ass 24-7. No, it's just, you know, I am looking at my own source code, explaining how it works on YouTube, very shittily, by the way, because I'm not even a professional fucking YouTube streamer. I streamed it in, like, 480p on accident. Oopsie-daisy. Well, I guess that bit of history is broken forever. Um, but in any case, he... he God. Yeah, Jim is just, just, just an idiot. And he just doesn't realize that, like, he could literally 
put a gun up to my head, pow, and it wouldn't change the cryptography, it wouldn't change the way the source code works, it wouldn't change the enabled door, it's like, you're the idiot dude, you have been owned forever, you can be mad about it, you can call for a 15k bounty, you know what I mean, it's, it's just, you, you could kill me, and it wouldn't fucking change anything, because you're just a loser, and you know, you can't unbecome a loser. It's once you're a loser, it's it's kind of permanent, <laughs> especially for Jim. When you're at that level of loser, you know what I mean? Because I was kind of a loser when I was running 8chan, but you can claw that back. You know what I mean? Because if you're not like as big a loser as Jim, you can always claw it back. But when you're at Jim's level, it's just there's no dignity anymore. It's just fuck. He's you fully know? committed. He's fully committed. Go into the grave so, with those face yeah, tattoos. What I would just do with him is what I would do if I were him is just fuck off to Cambodia. Disconnect everything and just go live out the rest of his days in an opium den. That's what I would do. But then again, you know, should he get a swastika tattoo? Should he get a swastika tattoo? Like uh, what? What that was his face? Warhammer? Yeah, we've. uh, (laughs) Fuck it. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It would be pretty (laughs) funny, but um, at the same time, I would also never recommend anyone get a swastika tattoo. So I kind of have to have to on balance say no, but also, you know. As a subtext, say yes. It's kind of tacky. It reminds me of uh, of those polo shirts now that have the oversized <laughs> fucking horse. On the <laughs> it's like the, the horse is the whole point of the shirt. How about Ron? With fifteen grand, your 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 um, life is worth like as much as the cheapest new car on the market. No, isn't it's that sad? Not- but hold on. Do you think that with such a low price on your – they don't have that much budget to work with. You think yeah, he's really think got a funny. wagyu? You think his hat is real wagyu? I think it's just Angus. <laughs> I think what a just creep Angus. to even just be like this. What a fucking lizard-like well, thing to do. Now that, now, that, now, now that you're bringing up Ron, you should actually know that something that we're not sure about right now is whether Ron is supporting his dad in this because – Part of my thinking is that the reason that this was all so technically incompetent is because Ron wasn't helping. Because Ron is no, the competent one. Yeah. It, it, there could have been a falling out. And Ron actually has refused on his telegram to discuss this at all. People have been just bombing him. Like, not even, you know, because of me. Just the Q people really want to know. You know, even they were asking Jim. Like, hey, Jim, we trust you and all. But uh, can Code Monkey, can we hear from Code Monkey? Can he yeah, tell us that it's like a real... Yeah, the greatest, the greatest hacker, security expert, big data systems, you know. And he was oh. such a great hacker that he, you know, fucked up a a batch file in front of thousands of people <laughs> on a voting machine, which is very funny. But spe- yeah, spectacular hacker. Spectacular hacker. Uh, what a fun display of power that must have been. <laughs> must have. <laughs> and his lawyer kept calling in. That was a very funny fucking clown show. I don't know if you guys saw it, but his lawyer kept calling in because, like, <laughs> they wanted to make sure that Ron wouldn't say anything incriminating during this hacking scream it, it was funny it was like i'm such a cool elite hacker guys but oh my lawyer keeps calling in to tell me er, don't say that er, don't do that er, don't say that you know uh yep yeah that's dipshit energy yeah i mean even aubrey coddle's better than that much better so yikes how much <laughs> yeah have you... that's low how much have you talked to aubrey uh yeah, so, uh, some some i you know i keep in touch 
keep in touch with everybody. Like I said, I even listen. I will be listening to Moonstream probably after this, and you know, it'll I'll probably he'll probably respond to it. It'll be funny. Um, no, I, no. Please tell me what you're going to do about that Zenforo thing. Like, like, are you really hoping they won't sue you? Like, do 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 the cows, as you call them, do they know that the best way they could get back at you right now is to try to convince Zenforo to sue you? Like, do they know that? My fucking things up by saying that out loud. Oopsie daisy. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm basically Richard Stallman except an autistic furry. So I have always hey, had this very hey, Richard Stallman isn't autistic. I would have I'm not sure if he's a furry or not. He eats the stuff between his toes. Um he he might be autistic. I think he was kind of born before that was like a thing and so nobody really knows. They were like, hey, he's just weird. We don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um he might be autistic. Uh but I I at least you know, when I was in foster care, the psychiatrist was like, you definitely have Asperger's syndrome. So I, I suppose that I do. Um, <laughs> You're like, um, yes, and? Yeah, exactly. Yes, and. Yeah. What are we going to uh, do? Yeah. <laughs> Is this an emergency? Am I going to die? Am I going to die from my Asperger's? Uh, we've got, um, we're going to lobotomize you in the next room and everything's going to Oh, thank fun. God. Thank God there's a cure, Dr. Drubidor. <laughs> oh, we've got the cure. We've got the cure. Is it there, Max? we got the cure for all <laughs> Is it intravenous? It's a little it's bit of surgery, a little bit of ter- terror, Max, and a lot of love. You ever heard of a morphine pump? It's something that they like implant in you to always be giving you drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, should make a terror, Max pump. Star Trek. Yeah, make a Max pump. Oh, a pump. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. And do you have sort of manual control over it, too? Uh, sort of, sort of. But, you know, like all non-free software, such as the firmware on the Morphine pump, wow. you are not in complete control. Exactly. Mm. You know, either the program controls the users or the users control the program. That's what Richard Stallman says, and it's very true. Well, good. And uh, you're like a... Josh Moon is being controlled by the program, and it's very fucking funny. You're a raccoon stallman. Basically, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. I only differ with him on a few things, but they aren't big things to the point that I, you know, use a Libre boot computer and don't use non-free drivers. Like, basically all the same shit. So Didn't people get weirded out by him about 10 years ago? Did he do something creepy? <laughs> It wasn't. It was more recently, actually, but he kind of has been rehabilitated by the system. He did do something creepy. Um, he was doing creepy stuff. for you. Yeah, he 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 defended Jeffrey Epstein um, when Jeffrey Epstein was in trouble because, and this kind of points to the fact: is Stallman autistic? It might be yes. Um, he basically because he was like at MIT and Epstein was like a big supporter of MIT. He felt that like. Because MIT was, like, a big part of his livelihood. And also, he fucking lived on the MIT campus. Like, he kind of, like, felt this weird desire to defend Jeffrey Epstein. Like, he felt like he had this moral obligation to give him the benefit of the doubt. And it really backfired and worded it in a really bad way. And, yeah, that that's what happened there. Uh, but uh, that's why I kind of tend to, you know, say that Stallman is probably autistic. Because I recognize a lot of the same shit that I do in him. So. And he that's was, like, into, into young girls. Right? Is Stallman? I mean, as far as we know, Stallman is never actually, yeah, he's never even had a girlfriend. As far as anybody knows, I mean, like. He said something about. uh... He's an incel furry, probably. We just don't know. He hasn't come in. Yeah, maybe nobody knows. Um, Well, 
They're they're having like weird ass creepy shit on his his old website. I just remember, I read the story and I thought, okay, you're you're only using command line GNU Linux, so like, <laughs> what's up with the pictures? That's all. Just like I thought we were in a well, terminal know, here. Well, actually, you can have photos in the terminal. Uh, I bet it I've, does. I've, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. I was gonna say I actually maintain one of the libraries that helps with that, but no, 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 no need. Um, that was that, no. that was great. Yeah, he is an expert. He's got it covered. <laughs> he, I I'm sure he does. Fred, probably... I can't tell you what it means to us that uh, you took your evening and did the hate show on a Saturday night. Yeah, uh, you know I wasn't doing anything that important. Um, <laughs> I mean, when you have a bounty on your head, you gotta make every moment count. And what mm-hmm. better way to make every moment count than to come on a hate radio, right? Oh, that's so sweet. Exactly. Well, Dr. Troubadour would, you know, want me to do this as well. I mean, he's, as I said, been giving me my scripts for years, so. <laughs> Dr. Troubadour <laughs> has made a lot of dreams come true with those prescriptions. He sure has. <laughs> and a uh, big supporter of this program. Uh, Fred, we're really happy to see you make that turn that like you rarely see where somebody uh, acknowledges the uh, like where shit went wrong and just gets away from it and you didn't yeah get I, I mean I guess it. it's just I guess it's just because I don't know I, I I I see a lot of these people that just stay in and you know I still talk to some some people that are like still really into stupid 8chan shit and oftentimes they'll kind of tell me that like they that i know it's making my life worse but i would just feel like a hypocrite if i were to change i think that's what's different about me it's like the autistic thing about it i just don't care i don't care if people call me a hypocrite if i think that i'm not right anymore i want to go back to being right you know what i mean and so i just will, will change what i've you know i'll say oops sorry got that wrong Fucked it up again. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Gonna try again. That's all I can do. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the long and short of it. It's just fucking, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Our listeners could really learn a lot from you. They should well, listen up. <laughs> yeah, listen. It also might have been because I was a libertarian and not a fucking fascist, white supremacist type. And it's kind of easier to explain logic to a libertarian than it is to somebody that just like hates black people or hates Jews for no reason, you know, so. Correct. Man. That's kind of a caveman mindset, you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. This has been a fun conversation. I don't really know how to end it. Do you have any, uh, you got any dates coming up? Are you going to be at the, you're supposed to be at the comedy store? Nope, not going to be at the comedy store. I'll just be on Twitter posting weird furry art as usual and dunking on the Watkinses. That is FR underscore Brennan. And that's about it. I will also probably be working on my, you know, software that like eh, maybe 10 people in the world care about. But those people that care, they care a lot. And that's why I do it. And even the people who don't know, millions of people get the benefit from this and they don't ever know. Yeah, that's actually true. I mean, um, I could explain now, but I, I, I it'll just bore people. Well, so let, they know I, now. I just, they yep. know now. So they better, they better follow you, like you, subscribe, go to your YouTube too, <laughs> and 
they fucking oh you big thing. 480p live stream because i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing but i knew that i really needed to do a live stream and so like in the 30 minutes before i was just like googling around all right like okay oh well this is how it works it uses this pro protocol called rtpx oh interesting you know it's like an mpeg4 you know all this shit and uh yeah i mean i figured it out in 30 minutes but then oops fucked up the uh resolution so yep and this well, is you like, I mean, your stream is beautiful. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Kilgore yeah. designed that, yeah. Did he? Well, he did a very, very good job. Can I ask who this man is here on the left with all the medals? Ooh. Who is that? That's General Troubadour. Ah, General Troubadour. I see. He's highly decorated. <laughs> he's a doctor not only of medicine, but of warfare. He's, I see. Damn, he has climbed a lot. If I did not recognize him in his better days, the poor doctor, you know. But again, that's just my problem. Just too fucking young for this shit. That's how I, you know. I wanted to say one more thing. That's kind of how Aubrey was kind of able to give me his version of history, you know, about like how Anonymous started and shit. Because like, oh, okay, well, I mean, you do have all this evidence. You do have like, I, I'm technically inclined enough to know that like you have all of these like very early eyeboard posts and that there would be pretty much no way that you could have these you know if you weren't telling the truth and yes it's possible that there were other people involved too but uh, you know i i have no reason to really think you're lying so it's 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 interesting how aubrey was able to troll me it's pretty funny um i think it's funny i mean i think it's funny i think he's probably a pretty good troll uh, it tickles yeah. your troll bone a little bit. It, it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like it's, I'm pretty hard to troll. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not easy. Like you know, j the kiwi farmers try all the time and, and just laughably fail. Fred, what about but the time succeeded that uh, that I wrote that you were the founder of Q? <laughs> I remember you didn't enjoy it. I didn't like you didn't that I heard one. You didn't still. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, I will say that I actually, at that time, had basically no idea what Chronicle.su was, and it was being presented to me as, like, an actual news site. Sort of and way this, to learn about us, right? That, that is, that's how oh, I learned man. about you. That's how I learned about you. And I was just like, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, but, but uh, in the years that have followed, and I've seen, like, all of these other fucking weird-ass fake news websites, like, uh, oh, God, what is it called? The Babylon Bee. You know, That's the one that the one. conservatives have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Babylon B. Once you see the yeah. edge on it, it's like, oh, this is kind of <sighs> gross. I know. I feel like you guys are necessary now. Like, you need something to counter the Babylon B. We're just and here to be like... ugly, but also sweet. Yeah, okay. so that's why I support the Chronicle.su now. But, you know, in the past, may have not. <laughs> well, that's there we fair. go. We milked that's an fair. acceptance out of Fred Brennan <laughs> right here on the show. <laughs> right here on the show, exactly. We didn't have That's to what it was all about, really. <laughs> Not you didn't. You well, it's a good thing you didn't have to because you might have broken it. So, oh yeah, fragile arms. Arm like a twig, right? You could have heard it over the uh, microphone. You know, they look pretty big. They look pretty strong, but that's only because I'm fat as fuck. If you actually twisted it, you would find very quickly that it is actually a twig internally. Dude. <laughs> You don't you don't want any of these Jim Watkins hitmen hearing this information. <laughs> I think they know. Oh already know. Come on. Wouldn't they research right? Well, okay. Wouldn't they research? That's the whole thing. The Q people don't research. 
So, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Imagine wow. the hitman shows up and he's like, oh my god. Yeah. L- let me just twist your arm before I shoot you in the head. Let me, let me do that. I'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> Good lord. I gotta say, this is probably the biggest dick energy that we've had on the program in quite some time. Yeah. Really? No, you don't. You don't give a fuck. Why no, would I? Why would I? Have you seen my Twitter? Why would I? We've seen. We've and and you've got threads on Kiwi Farms. You've got hitmen out after you. <laughs> exactly. You've got a cult of crazy people who all see you as an enemy, and but you don't give a fuck. Yeah, so, because they're all just mad at the internet, as Jess Wood would say. You know what I mean? All let's all yeah. get a round of applause. In the channel. <laughs> Let's give a great big, big energy we got coming through tonight. The rare, rare energy tonight. We love it. We love to see it. Energy. It's fantastic. I wanted to play that horn from uh, War of the Worlds as you were speaking, but I couldn't find it in time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to log off, guys. It's like 1.35 a.m. here. But, Thank you uh, very much for yeah. being on the program. It, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen... That was Frederick Brennan on his way out the door. Uh, Going to go dig through the trash tonight. Go through the garbage, eat some trash out of the garbage. Stay up all night. Getting sick. Kilgore, we had on uh, Fred Brennan. How's that grab you? Um, we love to see it. The buried lead tonight, Richard Stallman, autistic. <laughs> Who would have guessed and and I I I have I have pages of notes here. Nothing about that. So definitely not me. I wasn't ready at all for Stallman, but uh, I do remember him being like a a super creep. Something super in the news. Super creepy. Because there for a minute, MIT didn't want him. Remember? Yeah, but now they're okay. They've they've made amends. That's so weird. That's so weird. They're like, okay, man, you got to come back. Probably because he's the only one who knows how their shit works. He comes yeah. back. They got nothing without him. They were just struggling. Just let they- him have the JPEGs on the terminal. And mm-hmm. let's get back to work here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but Radio we covered hate. a lot of ground tonight. We covered a lot of ground. Radio hate. Indeed. It's been a long show, but it kind of felt like it had to be because he got into all that stuff about the the technical aspects of how those logs prove Jim Watkins. Exclusive information here. You first heard it here. We love you. You heard it Um, here first and then also like a second and a third time as he tried to explain it to our dumb fucking ears. And it did a good job. Um, that was a great explanation of what assault is and how this proves uh, the truth. That Jim Watkins has control over Q. Maybe he's fallen out with Ron. Maybe there's someone else involved. Uh, but let me tell you, as soon as that proof came out, they were trying to kill Fred. They're trying, trying to kill, to kill who? Fred. They're trying to kill Fred. Oh, Fred. yeah. You yeah. hear me? That's fucking... That's, it's funny that he, he just does these petty things. Like, I, I've had those uh, death threats casually floated at me. It's so creepy to do. I did talk to Jim once on the phone. Um, 
and I was pretending to be a reporter from Newsmax or OANN or something. And you had and like a like a dip under your lip. I had I was yeah I was no I I was just trying to trying to get him to uh, comment on uh, our story we wrote about how he had been uh, caught out uh, hosting these pedophile domains pedophile sounding domains and he started calling me a pedophile he's like hey hey <laughs> while we're <laughs> at it everybody's a pedophile that's i mean that's just hate radio for you <laughs> you know hey oh i'm a pedophile well how about this you're a pedophile how about just <laughs> okay Gro okay groomer <laughs> okay it should there should be some kind of a a disclaimer in those rooms where if you're there you have to it's just assumed okay everybody's a pedophile so that you can that's like the ground zero mutually assured destruction that's that's the number one thing that um internet drama will devolve to and, and you can use the spider-man meme where the spider-man everybody's pointing and they're pointing and saying pedo left and right. That's, that's all fun. that. Isn't that fun? What a nice conversation this is to close out the show that we just had with Fred Brennan. Really? Well, we got to save this stuff that makes everybody fucking log off for the end. Yeah. yeah go to we'd bed bring with fucking nightmares. Ruin this moment. Spill red wine on our beautiful white carpets. We had we had such a great show going until we had to get into the pedophiles, didn't we? <laughs> How about I just throw a glass of fucking beer against the wall? Fuck yeah. I'm angry. Let's do it. How about I punch the drywall near your family's head and scream tonight? How's that grab you? How about I disown you? How about General <laughs> Troubadour comes in here with one of his five unique custom loadouts? Because he's prestiged <laughs> to motherfuck. <laughs> Dr. Troubadour. Oh, you played that song tonight? I, see, I didn't hear any of the songs, but I hope you did the Dr. Troubadour song. Dr. Troubadour's song made it in. I wish you could have heard it, but you'll hear the playback uh, immediately. Good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> we went goblin mode tonight on Hate Radio. Oh, yes. Any more uh, hey. announcements or you got anything to say to the motherfuckers at home? Um, well, I just would like to emphasize that Ron Watkins had his only Angus beef leather. The Wagyu is fucking bullshit. That's all I got for him. That's Everybody has been uh, super sweet tonight. Not quite Gonzo. Salpocha. Name changer. Double zero. I think that's... Stupid demon baby. Uh, there's allegations are flying in the chat room as I just try to refer to everybody that was here. Tato, Emmy, Raleigh, Sleepy, Demon baby, suck baby, name changer, Beast World, Toxy. Oh, everybody's in tonight. Oh, Every yeah, there everybody's here. Deacon Flint. Fantastic. 
There you well, have it. Good night, everybody. Real quick Thank chat. you so much for, for coming in here. To, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. And fucking around. Everybody's been sucking around and fucking around tonight like true professionals. We got boots on the ground. This oh. is Hate Radio. Uh, oh, yeah, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Leave reviews. I think reviews help. Subscribe to the RSS feed, Chronicle SU. We'll get every moment. <laughs> HateRadio.su. It's got everything. Um, everything you could possibly need. For when they do finally kick us from both of those platforms, it'll still be there. Everybody else, go fuck yourselves. It's been a fun show. And now it's over. Thanks again to Fred. Putting it down without him. What a fun time. It's alright to be black and to be blue. It's alright to believe what isn't true. It's alright to put all of it on I am gonna try